welcome to another episode of Bombay Guns with T and M I B T. My name is So today, what we're doing is we have a special baby girlfriend. I have a special episode. I'm gonna call this my special episode. What's going on today is I have some guests. And I'm gonna let my guests introduce themselves to you. Starting with guest number one. Who are you? Hi, I'm Thomas Mallon. I'm an employee with my federal office here of responsibilities unbeknownst to the general public, but I'm here to support the cause. All right. He's here to support the cause, everyone. Whatever they know that means. Guest number two. Let's tell us who you are. I'm Matthew Moorhead, and I'm a lieutenant of the VA piece out here, and this is where I'm interested in celebrating. Oh, boy. This is going to be a desert. It's, I don't know. Yes, number three. Who are you? Uh, this is Jude Martinez. Uh, I work here at community also. Um, and that's all I got to say. That's all. About that. that was huge news. That's all he got to say, y'all. That's all he got to say. About that. <laughs> About that. Anyway. Is that, what, is, is that what's going on? We are here. Yeah. Anyway, my special guests, I love these guys. Um, I trust these guys with my life. Um, we have so much in common. Being in common that we're all vets. Uh, we will all serve that country in one capacity or another for as many years as a know, and yet we still are civil service and civil servants of the government because we all still work together uh, at the VA. Serving this. Serving our heads. So Tom, tell me, what uh, what did you do? What, what branch of service did you serve and what was your well, I started my career early in my life there, and I started right after high school. I enlisted in the Army for four years, and I successfully got out of that in the Air Defense Artillery. And a few years after that, I continued to work after I was out of the military. And at some point later on, I got a call from the Navy asking if I'd be interested in coming back to serve the country. And I figured, well, I've been out for quite a while. I could probably use a good physical. And I thought it wouldn't go any further than that. And lo and behold, they accepted me. And uh, and I became a CV with the U.S. Navy. And I ended my military career with them. So I had a total of 23 years of military service altogether. And now... I've been with the VA service now for approximately 16, give or take, years, and it's been a good career. There's been ups and downs. It's not been perfect, but I'm here. I've been here pretty much every day, my few sick leave days, but very few. But I work with a great crew. The police officers are outstanding, above reproach, and I'm proud to serve with them. Awesome, awesome. Oh yeah, Tom. So basically, you're an old man. Yes, uh, I am. I am an old man. I'm one of the veterans here in this department. There, I think Miss Clay may have come into service sometime shortly after. Oh, 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 oh. We're not. We're not. Hold on. Don't, don't okay. put my age. I, 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 I,
Oh, oh my God. Yes. I don't want to say anything about your age. But I was you just knew me or Uh, then I, 
I left the military trying to repair a marriage. Well, we know that word. That was something. After a couple of years, the team only realized they hated that world because they're just lying to people on the other end. So I'm going to go back to what it's kind of happened to be. I'm going to be at least some version of my life here pretty quickly. And hopefully, if things keep changing here and the way they are, I'll slip around. Cool. We're not working with you. So, yeah. It needs to be clear. So, I thought about the sex of this asshole, right? Yeah, what's wrong with the dancing this asshole? Yeah, you know, like once in a while there. Sometimes you always say you're welcome and you're going to put up with you there. It's not safe. It's all around. You get a t-shirt. You always see you welcome. It's usually how I leave. I sit by there and I go, George. I go. George, you're the comedian of the band. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. It's all laughing, guys. Mr. Eyes, Mr. Chemical, all you over here, am I right? Oh, Mr. I see, Mr. Eyes, I do it all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. You cast yourself every day, Dad. You cast yourself every day. I smell it. I am the originator of the term gaslighting. Mm. Yeah, that means over there. So they got Sarah nerve gas from you, didn't they? I don't even know what that means. I apparently the lights go on, yeah. This gaslighting. <laughs> okay, Mr. I got jokes. Tell us about yourself. All right, uh Gabe Martinez. Uh, uh, Navy veteran. Business from veteran. I was on the USS Do you guys know her? Did a little on the USS America and then back on the Eisenhower. Um, I I do sing, yes I do. I was able to sing uh, in front of the Emir of Saudi Arabia, the Emir of the United Arab Emirates. And I even won a contest that they couldn't get the winner. I sang a Christian song in front of Muslim princes. And that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was. Yeah, and that was that was an honor. And I, I give all the honor and glory to God for that. Um, right now I'm on I'm a worship team at Calvary Chapel Southwest here in Albuquerque. And it's just something that God's called me to do and I, I enjoyed making it, giving my all, uh, because Jesus gave it all for us. So. Okay, so, like, and tell me, like, I don't, I'm not, because, you know, everybody always has a whole story, right? But, and we seem to give credit to those who have more stories, right? So I want to know, on the opposite, what's your survival story? Because we all know that the vets that we see out here every day, every night that come in, they're coming in and they're searching for that one little moment of how do I survive with what I've been through, right? And I know that each and every one of us has had those dark moments in our lives, right? And we're still here today. So what is your dark story that you can tell someone, hey, 
It's going to be okay. Hold on. Hang in. Well, I guess with me, I've had a long and tattered life with some highs and lows there, but I guess the low point was when I was away from my family for periods of time there, and they were under stress and dealing with life on their own, not without me around. At the same time, I was dealing with activities with the military, going here, going there, being in different situations. But all together there, it seemed like if we stayed in communication with each other and we praised each other and gave each other encouragement there, we were able to all work things out and, you know, nothing was ever perfect, but everybody survived and everybody's doing well and is happy now. But just don't let your life get you down so much that you get to the point that you want to give up because that's not going to get you anywhere. And it might be easy for you, but you got to think about the rest of the people in your life, especially your family. You have your friends, you know, they mean a lot, but without family, you don't have anything. And without your family, your life is an open void of emptiness. So, and when you have that, you have avenues for depression, abuse, neglect, whatever. But as long as you have your family and you have a good attitude, you can get through all that. And and I've been lucky and I've been blessed and I've made it this far in life, so I must have done something right. But my life hasn't been perfect, so don't ever give up. There you go. Spoken like a true gentleman. Like, you know, I, and it's it's funny because a lot of people would, would say, you know, veterans, oh my God, you guys got made, you got all this money, you, you had an amazing career, you've been all around the world, you, you, you've done so much, like you've had this great, wonderful life, and like, you know, I was done. But in reality, when you're out there doing it on your own and you got people left behind there, you can't really focus 100% on what's going on right now because you have all these other issues and family and everything back home. Yeah. So, but you know, the cool thing about that though is uh, with all your training that you, that you go to, you build bonds with those yes. you work with. And you know they have your back, and you've got theirs. Yeah. And it, it, it's like everything works together like a zipper. And you, you rely on your training. <laughs> you rely on your training, and you know training and common sense. Like, like, I know that common sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a myth. It's like you, 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 it's supposed to exist, but you very rarely do you see it. As long as you have a good positive attitude, good friends and family in your life, there, yeah. nothing can hold you back. Yeah. You know, all you can do is, is move forward and. You know, if you got a plan or you got a goal, you're well on your way. Yeah. Just make it happen. Yeah. And you know, and it's it's uh it's um besides the glitz and the glamour, right? everyone thinks of it's like I said, it's such a wonderful thing, but it's like you don't understand unless you've been through it, like it can expose a lot about yourself 
whether it's good or bad. Like you should either find out that you are the wimp that you think you are, or that you are this amazing person who has been through so much shit. Like, I mean, I tell people all the time, I be real about it. Like, there were good moments in the military, and then there were horrible moments in the military, right? And people think, oh, you know, you a vet, and then they want to be that person so bad till they just make up shit. And it's like, it wasn't as what you think it is, you know? It, it has its ups and downs. It has its moments. And there are, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it seems like there were more darker moments than there were greater moments. So those are what I could draw out. So we say it's a great experience. You much to see, much to hear, much to gain throughout your military career. It's really valuable that you saw that. And the rest you choose to go with it. Uh, if you're on for training, take it. I'll just tell you that. And you're still surviving. And you, my friend, 
are a hero to me. Me too. Well, thank you for that. And I'll, I'll glory be to God. Before what we do, um, to be perfectly honest, I've attempted suicide a few times in my life. Once when I was 10, I familiarized myself with the taste of gun oil. Again, uh, nine years ago, I reacquainted myself with that taste. And uh, God pulled me out of that one. And then I overdosed. Because I've been, uh, for two years, I was in and out of the hospital. I'd be in for a month, to be out for a week or less, be back in for a month, be in for a week or less. And uh, the pain, the, uh, yeah, the pain, the no sleeping, it just, I, I wanted, I wanted to sleep. So I overdosed on sleeping pills. And when I took them, I'm like, I'm either going to sleep very well or I'm going to sleep very well. We won't be, this is going to be the best day of sleep I've ever had. And God, God had different plans for me. He says, No, your time isn't finished yet. And I must admit, that was the best four hours of sleep that I ever had. But because of those experiences, one, uh, I'm, a, I'm trying to get on the kidney transplant list because I need a new kidney. Um, so anybody out there listening, you know anybody who wants to be a donor, a living donor, please contact uh, the podcast and let, let T or Kim know and we can get them pointed in the right direction and it doesn't have to be for me it can be for whomever yeah. uh, there's, just know that there's people who need it you got this man we love you man with my, with my experience uh, going through uh, the suicide attempts and being a survivor from that, I've been able to use those experiences to help five different vets take a step back from the ledge. Yeah. And, but none have been as hard as yesterday. I had a family member that I had to go into counseling with. And this family member has been praying for God's just better diana speak because she's been to hell and back. Yeah. And since October of 22, she's been facing medical issues that just don't seem to stop. And the one big thing, George, I told you before, is that when you think no one is watching you and with what you're going through, everybody's watching you. Yeah. And as much as she may have prayed that God take her life, she's still here. Yeah. And every time, every moment that she sleeps and she wakes up, it's another chance. You know what I mean? Yes. Exactly. And I told you, exactly. your story isn't finished yet. Yes. Yeah. Because you're, with your story, you can change the world. Right. And I, and I told you, there's millions and millions and millions and millions of people 
they're dying to hear your story because they're in the same situation that you are. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. Uh, you know, she, she was pissed. So thanks for nothing. And she got up and like, you guys suck. And she runs out the door, slams the door. And I went out there, come on over here. Come here, come back here. You know. We're here to try to help you. I said, well, you guys had to bring that up. And I said, well, actually, you brought it up. I said, we're trying to deal with it. Right. Trying to fix it all the But, yeah, it was it was rough yesterday. And we still got an uphill, uphill climbing. You know, you got that 90-mile rock. You know, no matter how we got to go through. But, and you know we as your family... We will always be here to support you with that. Yes. So the one thing that I would say about, you know, that the, the, at least the four of us, and I know that there's many more people that's out here in this world that's listening to the sound of our voices, that there's so many of us. We have all had those dark moments when we have done something or another, whether we choose to tell our story or not. But we've all been through that moment when you're like, all right, this is it. I'm going to do this. And you do something really stupid. Like, I, 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 listen, I put a gun to my head because I was done. And I pulled the trigger. And at that moment, when I pulled that trigger, my roommate entered the room and hit the door. When she hit the door, it hit my arm. And the round went off in, in the wall. That was my. I can't even shoot my damn self, right? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? I can't, I can't even shoot myself, right? Like this has got to be the this has got to be the lowest point in my life right now. You know what I'm saying? And I've done the whole thing. I can't even fail at failing. <laughs> I'm happy to call you the biggest loser. <laughs> you are the weakest link. I'm, I'm the weakest link. I'm giving you a word. 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 I'm giving you a because at that moment, I would not have been able to enjoy the life that I have now. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and we all know that that at, at that moment, we think we're alone. Yeah. Right? Lost. We, we, and, and we think that there's never going to be a light of day. Yeah. And that, you know, whatever our faith is that we're praying and whoever we're praying to, well, he ain't listening right now, so... But he is. Oh, he is. He's always got to remember that he will answer his time. Because we may want it now, but when it comes to right, right in the nick of time. Because yeah. one of my favorite songs is from Kurt Franklin. And so let me touch you. And let me touch you and see if you are real. Even though I know my heart, your hands can that sometimes I get discouraged And I need your faith and tears Jesus, let me touch you And see if you are real You know, I 
Corinthians, that whole song is about uh, somebody who needs healing. It's like, you know, in, in the Bible, it talks about the lady who needed healing, and she was running through the marketplace trying to get to Jesus so he could heal her. And, and everybody's like pushing her back. Even the disciples are pushing her back. They're like, no, no, you know, stay, stay back. He needs his space. And she said, no, I got, I got you. And she touched him with his garment. Mm-hmm. And he stops and he says, who touched me? You know, all these people around him, he's touching and grabbing him. Oh, oh, yeah. And because of her face, she was healed because of Jesus. I felt the power leave me. And that was his healing power. And, you know, what it would be like to just touch the hand of this garden, you know? And I, I know I'd pick it up like a fumble and I'd be running and I'd mm-hmm. run to my family members here, touch, touch it, you know, take it, take it, go pass it on, you know? But it, it all starts with faith, you know? And it's just. Uh, I just look forward to you know if I don't get healed on this side I know I know I'm going to be there's healing on the other side and we're promised uh, that that glorious body and nobody's going to recognize me once I get those abs of steel instead of these abs of steel I just pray that he heals your ass like I had my own experience about maybe about two years ago. I say I was here at work, and I'm sure George recalls I was working nights and I've been suffering a lot. My nerve pain was abnormally high. I was just, it was constant. I was probably rushing out of 10, like 7, 8, 10, 9 to 10, constantly. And that, that week had just been creeping up. I was rushing tonight, and it was boring. Three days prior to that night, I had asked the Lord, because I, I didn't understand, you know, He's healed so many and so gracious. So I was asking, why are you changing that? I just want to know. I don't understand. And. Like a thunderous boom is the best way you can describe it because now a thunderstorm is both so scary, awe-inspiring, and comforting all at once. His voice echoed through my head that night, three days later. Uh, I was in patrol here. I was actually going along the West Perimeter, and I ran out of a corner, and just everything just stopped in my head. It was just this. And it was just this voice that was so, so soft, so powerful, so loud, and all at once. And it said, because it brings you to me. And when he said that to me, I was, I had no sad just that moment. And it brought a realization because Peter, after all, he was told, you know, it's spoken of in the Bible as a thorn inside. He's always called a thorn. We don't really know what it was, but it's something they owe him to. And it was left there. It was never taken from him. It brings me more. That was the thorn. For me, it's probably the Lord more times than I can count. Every time that I'm hurting because man, it's like a touch it. Whatever I need for stretching, whatever I try to work it out, I can do anything imaginable, and that's it's going to just get worse. But then when I pray to Him and His good, gracious love that I still can't comprehend, He answers me. Because these we have thoughts literally starts to leave me in that moment when I heard His voice that left. Yeah. That's not the least exciting, right? When you when you really at your at your lowest of low and it's like all right done, I'm over this, and he's always there, as they always say, he's an on time God, right? Perfect time. He's an on time God, and 
there's no true words than that. Like, you know, like I said, you know, I'd be the first one. I know everybody, oh, I got a war story. I don't have no war stories. I ain't been to nobody's country to go fight nobody's war. I ain't did none of that shit, okay? None of it. But I know what it feels like to have to fight. You know, like I can relate to being a black woman. I can relate to being a gay woman. And I can relate to not having two pennies together. Yeah, I know. I, I on my on my on my resume that she says white. And they interviewed me and they were like, oh, this bitch is black. And try to invite black news. You know, because that would mean that I would have to be a Chinese somewhere. Like, you know, I don't know about that. They really, because it's, what if they fuck around and speak some shit in Mandarin? I'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, because I can't even, I can't even say, como, como esta. Como esta. That's what I said. Tom, help me out here. Well, it's like you say there, we are going through our trials and tribulations in life, and we've got to where we are because of friends and family and our ethics in life have put us in the right place at the right time. We've all had our struggles to deal with, and we continue to deal with them. But as long as you go through each day knowing that you did the best that you can, nobody's going to fault you for anything there. You know, like in my case, you can polish a, you can polish a turd, but you still a turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it still smells like a turd. But, uh, you know, overall, you got these people in your life there, and you work there. You know, life, you know, life is short, so enjoy what you have. Along the way, we all have struggles, and we deal with them as best we can. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, we're here, we're... Yeah, we're doing the best we can. Four strangers that have come together and four strangers that I am so willing and so free to know that if I ever have those little moments, I know I can call you guys. I always got you back. Always. And that's what makes this amazing. That's what makes this podcast for me important. And there's my other side that I do that I do with my life. And then there is these moments that I have this, I feel like a duty to share you guys' story. Because how many times have we been here, George? I watch you go out here in the parking lot convincing a soldier, an ex-soldier, to come inside and talk to somebody. Not alone. I watch you go through step by step by step every phase that that soldier had to do to get to where he needed to be to get the help that he needed. I watched Tom go out of his way. Uh, Miss Clay, I need some shirts, some t-shirts, I need some socks and towels. You you call me up and I, I know what the hell is going I watch you do that time and time again. You know? And again, it's about us all being together. Matt, 
How many times have you run? You need water. I got it. I'm going to go get it. You know? I got it. We got this. Jojo, you all mad.
whatever is happening at the time and go from there and see how everybody feels about it. Yeah, situation of that day. So I take yeah. it on his evening. Oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. That's all you got. Yeah, if, if I can add something, if I can add something, whether you want to hear us or not, uh, if, if you're in a dark spot and you need help, you need somebody to talk to, pick up your phone and, and dial 988. You know, that's, that's the helpline. They don't know where you are, but they're there to help. If you're a vet, I believe it's option one that you hit. And just talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't know who you are. But there's somebody out there who's hurting right now, and it's you need to be around. You need to be around for for somebody else to help somebody else get through their dark time. And it, there's no shame in asking for help. None. Not all that stigma doesn't exist. Yeah. And and if anybody says, "Oh, um, uh, you're weak or having thoughts like that," you know what? I I am a stronger person. Sure. For having those thoughts and but making it through to the other side, and you know, it's. I thank God for for bringing me to that. And uh, I've I've had a, a cousin who committed suicide in there, but that's the that's the coward way to go. You know what? I when I tried it, I didn't have the balls to do it. And it takes balls to to be in that situation and do something stupid. You know. Yeah. And it's it's easy to take the coward way out. Uh, no, it's not. It's hard as hell. And I don't recommend it for anybody. So if you can call, speak to somebody, get some help. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you can even call us here. You can call us here don't. at the podcast. And, you know, we don't have to know who you are, but we'll get you help. You know, if you need help, we'll get you help. We'll, we'll point you in the right direction. We'll say that that way. Yeah. With suicide, unfortunately, I lost many people from the military. I lost my best friend in April 18th and 2018. So it's on like out of nowhere. I'm looking at our place to ultimately, a few months later, I was homeless because of it will transfer the pain that you feel in your heart and whatever horrible things that are bouncing around yeah, and it just hands it off to somebody else. And I know you probably heard this one a million times that it just it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, but that could be more true because it's exactly what it is. You're facing something dark, it's daunting, but there's options or solutions, so please don't do that. The Lord wants to hear you want you to hear. We want to see you thrive and be okay, especially if you're a veteran. Go to a DA. They're here for a reason. And even my own story isn't much different. Around me, the first place was that I wanted to go after all this I had every intention of going. And it was one night, I was living in a public camper in the middle of winter, in the middle of the mountains. That's what I had. Trying to make it work, I came in because I woke up thinking I don't want to be here. And it was actually one of the officers kind enough to have done something for me that kept me here. I've been chased off, chastised. I wouldn't be here today. And she said the grace of one soul who was kind enough to say a few things. The first person out of everybody that I knew to ask about was okay. 
So don't don't do anyone if you're thinking about it. It's not AD, there's multiple different suicide hotlines. Call the it doesn't matter. They will help you find a way out of your spot. You can you can even call 911 and your local police department will have their own crisis team sure. that they can pass you through to who's trained in, in helping people. Coming down from that edge, so just please, yeah. by all means, stick around. All right, so final thoughts, Tom. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the time that you put in with your podcast. It's a new experience for me, but it was fun and enjoyable. And uh, I got to get my voice out there. Hope everybody enjoyed listening to us there from our point of view in life. And hope all goes well for everyone. Stay positive. <clears throat> Do the right thing and go win it, though. Well, hope everybody enjoyed the time here with the It's always fun doing these sorts of things. It's kind of spur of the moment that we did here today. We're all just here taking at each other, laughing at each other. You can't see their faces or and uh, if you don't hear from us in the next two seconds, we're dead. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, George. But if you want to hear more of this, if you've got questions, if you've got concerns about the military, we'll be talking about that. If you've got uh, dark dead space that you're in, please reach out to us. We'd love to be able to hear you out. So if you kind of want to be that friendly case that you otherwise can't seem to find at home. And please, if you ever do have issues here as a veteran, us as VAGs, we're not a batch. We really are. We're a patient advocate and open, so come our way, we'll take care of you. Definitely a patient advocate and open. Amen. I mean, uh, George. I so much. My bad. My bad. <laughs> George. What's your final boss there, sir? Well, well. Okay, so doctor number two says, oh, well, I was out of <laughs> We're going down this route. Doctor number two says, "Yeah, I drove up to." Is this where I might jump? Yeah, I drove up to a car accident. Huh? I drove up to a car accident, and this guy had his legs amputated. So I jumped in the accident, I sewed him back on, and this was great. Third doctor says, "That's nothing, man." So that's another I was driving down, down the road and I saw this farmer fall off his tractor. The tractor cut off his legs, cut off his arms, smushed his head, and there was nothing but jelly that popped out and said, I cut him put them all back together. He said, and, he said, and now he's president. <laughs> I do I should because you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think my, my final thought earlier is just stay alive, stay alive. And it's going to be canceled. It's great for this first time, guys. This is fun. The Tonight, and tonight was actually a serious night. So, watch out. That's all I know. Come on back. And you catch us having fun. Yeah. Guys, I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story, each and every one of you. Um, let's really do give this a serious thought about doing this again. 
Anytime. Anytime. Anytime y'all come up with something that you feel deeply you need to talk about, let's do it. Let's put it out there. Because if we feel it, I guarantee you there are others out there that feel the same. Right? And uh, before we go, let me just reiterate again. My friend George, he needs that kidney. If you can help, please give us a call. Let us know. Um, he's important to us. So, help us. Okay? Thank you, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom.